0: Hello, this is retired coach Billy Miles, and you're listening to Crunch Time.
1: Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance.
2: The studios of WPLY in the middle of central and southwest Virginia. This is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York.
3: Weekend high school football fans, it's Crunch Time, baby. (laughs) Getting better, getting Getting better. better. You know, and after what ten years, I'll probably have it down. Yeah, I (laughs) should.
4: Either that or blow a blood vessel somewhere.
3: So. <laughs> well, that's a positive
4: note. <laughs> that's a positive note, you know.
3: <laughs> all right, good morning, Central and Southwest Virginia. Well, week eight is come and gone. Stick a fork in it. Uh, of course, there are a few games today. Yes. Uh, so we do have a few Saturday games. But, um, you know, it's interesting looking at the games and the game I was at, and we're going to talk about all those. But, I mean, there was not a lot of close games last night.
4: No. No, I think we're starting to see that separation a little bit now.
3: But what's interesting is the games are crucial. Yes. So, you know, that's not a typical, I don't think that's a typical um, high school end of the year type, um, you know, effect. I mean, what I see normally is a lot of times the games get tighter unless it's a big disparity between the teams. Sure. Uh, because the games mean more. They're trying to win the district. They're trying right. to get in the playoffs. And so last night was a little bit of a, you know, it was interesting to me that, um, you know, there were not a lot of close games. The one, the one close game that really stood out, though, was Giles beating Grayson County 21-20. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, Grayson County, you know what? Uh, you know who's down there. The old coach from, uh, from uh, Pulaski County. Uh-oh. oh Yeah, so, you know, we're going to talk about him in a little bit, but yep. um, I'll, I'll just leave it right there. Uh, but, he, you know, I'll, I'll say, Stephen James, He's he is a good coach. Yes. And uh, he landed down there, and has just done a great job. I mean, they, uh, they've they challenged everybody they've played sure. uh, this year and uh, are positioning themselves to get in the playoffs. So congratulations to them. But Giles got him, Coach Williams and the boys over at Giles, uh, 21-20. That was really the only close game. But pretty much all the favorites took care of business, uh, and in a big way. Um, in our feature crunch games last night, um, LCA took care of business in the Seminole
4: District. Wow. Wasn't that a statement game last night? Wow. No kidding. What did Bradley say last night after that game? You know, <laughs> sometimes you just get a good butt whooping. Yeah. And, you know, that that was it last night. There, there wasn't anything there that really kind of stood out except that, you know, LCA is a very talented team right now. Right. And you don't want to take anything away from Heritage. Right. But, boy, LCA, they, you know, and that's why they've been number one all season. Right. And you feel like you really do. You feel like they've got unfinished business. Yeah, after last after year. After last year, you feel like this is a season of unfinished business, and they're trying to prove a point this year. And last night was a big step in proving that point. Well, they've got so much talent. They do,
3: and and they've got a talented coaching staff. Yes, I know. When I talked to Coach Rocco earlier this year, I mean they have like three former quarterbacks on their staff. Right. Um, so you know that kind of offensive mind power is tough to overcome in high school when you have talent like that too. And um, they're just um, they're just you know I, hats off to them. They're having a great season and and they took care of business. You know that's a big Seminole District win. They beat Heritage forty nine to ten. And Heritage is a good team. Yes,
4: really good team. Uh,
3: um, So we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, a little later in the show. Uh, Man, Christiansburg went deep on Hidden Valley last night. They
4: did. did. And this is what we were kind of worried about here with Hidden Valley. Not to say, not to, you know, put down anybody that they played early in the season. But, boy, they're starting to hit that area in their schedule that was like. Oh, absolutely. It's tough right now. And, you know, you just had Patrick Henry. You had uh, Christiansburg last night, and I think you get Salem or who is it? Well, Blacksburg's next. Blacksburg's next, and then you get what Salem. Salem. Yeah. So this is, you know, if they finish this one and three, mm-hmm. I I could easily have seen that. You know, looking at this schedule, going okay, if I look at these four games, yeah, one and three may be the road you're going after down, you going six and zero though. Don't oh you, no no. I, like I said, don't want to take anything away from. yeah no, that's that's big. That's solid. That is a you know, and this is an extremely good team, but. You know, you're playing teams right now, you know, Christiansburg and, you know, some, the playoff poll is what? Number one right now. Well, and some, I
3: mean, we're going to talk about that a little bit later too. We have a, we have our, based on points, we have our crunch poll. So let me, let me scan down here. And I would say for me, Christiansburg's
4: number four right now. Okay.
3: But that's, you know, that's
4: still the the top four in the state. And Hidden Valley was six. Right. So yeah, you got beat by a team that, that somewhere in the ultimate wisdom of everybody's point things here, they're Absolutely. above you. Absolutely. So this this was a game that you felt like Christiansburg was going to come in and uh, handle their business. Yeah, well, and they they beat them sixty-one to twenty. And I think you know
3: several of those touchdowns uh, they just got behind Hidden Valley's D-backs. Yes, uh, and you know uh, if you can't put pressure, you got to. You have a quarterback like Casey Graham for Christiansburg. Yep. If you if you can't put pressure on them. Right. They'll pick you apart. Sure. I mean, these guys can throw. Yeah. So um, you know, the way you 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 control and Hidden Valley's the same way. You gotta put pressure on the quarterback back. Right. There, or he's just gonna pick you apart. That's it. So that was another, you know, big game. And then my game, uh, Galax uh, coasted to a thirty five to nothing win over uh Mountain Empire foe George Wythe. Yeah. Um and you know, Galax impresses me uh so much. They just um they just have a system. You and I were talking about it before the show. They have yeah. a system. They have certain things, certain expectations. Every kid out there seems to be a kid that expects to make a play. Right. Nobody takes a play off. Yep. Um, they they really um, uh, depend on each other. Expect right. each other to do their
4: jobs. And
3: you know that that's how you build a program.
4: Right. Exactly. And we and we see that a lot around here. We see it with Salem. We yep. see. Cave Spring is starting now to get into that system school that you're starting to look at those system takes place. And like you said, it's, you know, you don't replace a player, you plug them in. Right. And that's the key thing. If you can get that system down, it's not about, you know, hey, I've got to replace this kid. No, it's next man up. This kid knows the system. He knows how to, you know, to work the system. Right. So once he gets in there, and we're starting to see a lot of schools around here fall into that system category and they're one of them, and they're a good team. Well, the thing you, you
3: got to be careful of is you can't smother your
4: talent either. You,
3: exactly. So, you know, the kids have to feel free to play, but yes. they have to do their job. Correct. So you got to let them be athletes, but but they also have to understand they're working in a team concept. Right. And they're just one cog in the wheel. Yeah. And if they if they get out of their lane, yep. they could cause the team to break down. Right. And, and that's the trick. And and quite honestly, that's the trick in business. That's the trick in life. You know, you you figure out your place. You do your job, but then you you know you be yourself as well. Sure. So, and speaking of Galax, you know uh, Coach Shane Allen is our guest okay. today. Nice. So here in a few minutes, you're going to hear Coach Allen. Really uh, respect that guy. He's a great guy, and and you can just tell his kids respond to him. So yes. we're looking forward to that conversation. Um, but you know that was a big win, and you know. Uh, Galax uh, seems to be, you know, in the driver's seat in the Mountain Empire right now. Sure, they're undefeated there. But you know, they've they've played some tough competition, and we'll talk to Coach Allen a little bit about that. I want to ask him about that. But um, also, you know, as I keep as we keep our, you know, one eye on teams across the state, uh, some other ones that jumped out at me. Oscar Smith handed Kings Fork their first loss of the year, forty nine to seven. And Kings Fork is, you know, they're they're four.
4: Okay. Oscar
3: Smith is six. Right. So you got a little disparity there, but you know, King's work was way up the charts. Uh, and Oscar Smith had dropped out of the top 10, but you know, again, you're talking about athletes, you're talking about big programs with a lot of pride. And so, um, and they're in the same district over there. That was one that jumped out at me too. And we'll talk about more of those kinds of games. Um, I want to call out, uh, I met a a gentleman, Uh uh, yeah, I met a gentleman deliver, I deliver the crunch, you know, we, we deliver during the middle of the week and uh, I met this gentleman in the two four one five three over in Salem. His name is Tim Elting, and he's a Crunch Time listener. Okay, and he's a mailman nice. over in Salem. And uh, Tim, uh, hello, how you doing out there? Yeah. I wanted to call you out. Uh, appreciate you saying hi. Okay, and and telling me that you're you're listening to Crunch Time, and and uh, hopefully he's listening right now while he's doing his job. We really appreciate those yeah, guys. We do. So I just wanted to call him out. Thanks for speaking. Yeah. All right, so um, Cabin Crunch here, and it's it's week uh, week eight of our Crunch Time High School football coverage. Um, you know, as always, we bring you all the local high school sports coverage uh, for the next two hours and some college. Uh, we do some Division One college football, and we'll talk about what Virginia Tech's entertaining the Pitt Panthers today. Correct. So that's at, uh, I think that's at
4: 3.30? Yep, I think so, yeah.
3: And uh, the Who's of UVA, our, our beloved Who's up there, take on Duke at noon. Yep. So. Uh, more beloved to some than others, coaches the big who wahoo
4: wah. So <laughs> you know,
3: <laughs> so, uh, you know um, but but uh, we're, we're going to talk more about the college teams. Like I said, we're going to this morning we'll have Coach Shane Allen of Galax on the show, um, and you know Coach Allen and, and the Maroon beat uh, George With the Maroons. It's yeah. funny, you know, everybody's a Maroon down there. That's it. They're I all mean, Maroon. Yeah, I, you know, so uh, it must have been the trend back then. But um, it, you know, those those two coaches know each other real well. And, uh, you know, it, it was fun watching them play. All right. So um, I got to think. Uh, well, first of all, let me, you know, there's somebody missing today. Yes. So yeah. Jimmy, um, you know, the keeper of Crunch MVP for all your great high school sports photos in Reno Lynchburg and New River Valley, go to crunchmvp.com. Uh, Jimmy of the Jimmy thing is off to watch his son play in the band at Christopher Newport. Right. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, his
4: son's a junior down there, and they thought that this probably was going to be one of their last opportunities to this year. He's this year to see that. So they said they were going to go down, and you know, we told him that it was not a good idea. That it was, uh, you know, <laughs> the show comes first. No, we we said, hey, with our blessings, by all means, go and see your son. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And G-
3: Garrett's a good good kid, and and uh, Graham, yes. his other son, helps us, does a great job for us, and. Uh, they're just a great family. Uh, Lisa's wife. They they're traveling right now. Hopefully, listening to the crunch. But uh, you know, we wish them safe travels, and uh, we hope uh, Garrett has a good day. Right uh, on the on the field. All right. So um, first, I, I like to thank uh, you know throughout the show some of our sponsors. Haley Toyota. Uh, Haley does it uh, for, has it for less. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Baker. Man, what a great what a great guy he is. And uh, I'm telling you, if you need a vehicle, you got to start with Chuck. I mean, he supports everything local. You see right. you see uh, Haley Toyota on everything, and he just has that philosophy of, hey, I'm going to support the people that, uh, you know, that are going to support me and my sure. business. Sure, and
4: now with hockey starting up, you'll start seeing him and the whole family over at the hockey game. Nice. So Kelly and all them behind the, uh, the goalie down there. So you'll start seeing Chuck Baker. He got to drop the puck last night. How about that? For the game last night. It didn't end the way they thought. It was a 4-1 loss for the guys last night, but... Hey, hockey's back. 600. Did Chuck getting a fight on the ice? You he know, did. Make it a, he well, did. you know, two years ago, two years ago, he's got the baby in his arm, his grandson, <laughs> yeah. grandson or granddaughter, and uh, here comes Diesel, Uh-oh. the and ends up checking Chuck and almost drops the baby. Oh, no. He didn't lose the baby. He held on to the baby, but it was like, how does a man that is on the ice? Just dropping the puck, get checked. I don't understand it. So. Well, you know, I mean, uh, it was one of those moments. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, all right.
3: Well, uh, let's so uh, let's circle a campfire here. Um, uh, get the get to our Saturday morning quarterback uh, deal uh, again. We had three crunch teams covering three games. Um, yes. LCA at Heritage was the big game in Lynchburg. Galax yeah. at George With was mine. Uh, Jimmy and Mike, uh, the machine, were over at Christiansburg at Hidden Valley. And then we were keeping a, an eye on a lot of different games. Coach, what what caught your attention last night?
4: You know, I got two things. One caught my attention last night, and that's uh, Jacari Is it Jacari Nicely? Yeah. Okay, i make sure I say his hey, first Jakari, name. Hey, Nicely. Uh, this young man. He's only a sophomore. He's only a sophomore. But the thing that got me last night was, uh, you know, you think this young man is the quarterback. <laughs> but then he turns into a running back, right? And he ended up running the ball thirty-one times last night for two hundred and fifty-one yards, like four touchdowns. He uh, gets on defense, picks up a fumble recovery. This kid was everywhere last night, yeah. And boy, they just—you know—they went out and handled their business last night. They ended up beating uh, who they get last Fleming. night, William Fleming. Yeah, William Fleming last night, forty-two to seven. And you look at this, and you know, last week we had the conversation with Jamie. Uh, Jamie Harless, Coach Jamie Harless up there. And you feel like, boy, they're in good hands with this young man. Yeah. And and I know the Bratton kids up there as well. AJ? And you, yeah, you feel like the quarterback position. But, boy, he really stood out last night. And they called a Fleming team that you want to talk about a team that just cannot catch a break. Yeah, yeah. This team is so close. Last year we saw it. And then this year, you know, they've lost a game by like a point, two points, you know, three points, and then – you know, last night the score, you see that a little bit. Uh was off putting a little bit forty two to seven there, but you see a team so close getting ready to win. But boy, this nicely kid. He uh he really had a good game last night and that that really stuck out to me watching Lord Botet starting to kinda change the course they were heading at the beginning of the season a little bit. Right. Now they're now you feel like they may be in a playoff run and we may see them pop up and get somebody And we haven't, you know, we haven't talked a lot about Lord Balotoc this year. No, and, you know, the one thing we have talked a little bit
3: about and and people forget is the schedule they had early on was pretty tough. It was. It was extremely tough. champions. Yes. And then an EC Glass team that's loaded. uh, You know, that was their three losses. And, you know, so you're right. They're starting to take care of business again, it feels like. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the nicely kid, uh, Jakari, I mean, uh, you know, he was a big player in that LCA game win last year. He was. And he was only a freshman. He was only a freshman. So, I mean, you know, players make plays. Yes. And um, Bratton, KJ Bratton back there in the backfield as well. Um, you know, they just, uh, they've got guys that can make plays. They've just got to get in, in sync. Sure. And they have to right. uh, buy into Coach Harless yeah. and what he's doing. Right, uh, if they do that and get all the mules pulling the same way, yeah, then they're going to be tough, and they're they're positioning themselves well. They you know, are. They, yeah. they've still got what um, they still, still got to play Northside. Got Northside, and there. I think they've got to play uh, Franklin County. Right. So, so yeah,
4: they're they're putting themselves in a position to where we could easily see these guys in the playoffs. Right. And you know, drawing somebody, and they could ruin somebody's day. And, you and know, they have Stanton River, too, I think. Uh, by, I don't know. You know, Stanton River, boy, they've had just a rough season this year. Every time you look, they're, you know, canceling games, and I think they— are with Jefferson Forest. Yeah. There's
3: some teams, COVID has just really disrupted them. Right.
4: You know, it, it bothered Amherst County early, but it then did. they started getting going. It bothered Franklin County early, and Franklin County right. started going. And, you know, so we started to watch this. The other thing that really got me this past week, and, you know— when we think Salem, we think Willis White, we think Maggenbauer. we think Holter. We know we know these men. These mm-hmm. men are common everyday names for us because of the program that they represent. I'm going to throw a name out to you, Brian Hooker. Do you know this name? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, he, he was at Glenver. He like was at Glenver. Glenver when we started. Yes, he was at Glenver. He was in you know he was in those days, those glory days over at Glenver there. And he's the coach of the Andrew Lewis Middle School 8th grade team. How about that? They finished their season 9-0. and How about that? And guess where they're going next year? They're all heading to Salem to put the maroon (laughs) on. So let me tell you, that system that they've got set up in Salem, big shout out to those kids going, uh, you know, having a perfect season in the 8th grade like that, getting ready to become the next mules and the next stars of Salem. And I'm I'm so proud of those boys. Those boys really had a great season. Good job, there, guys. And just wanted to give you some love and respect this morning. Cause let me tell you, it's hard to go undefeated anywhere at any level. At any level. And you guys went nine and zero oh this you know this year. So big shout out to you. I look forward to seeing you. You know, you got some big shoes to fill. Any With, left witches? Have you checked? The I need to check. I need to check. There's <laughs> got to be some more left witches coming up through that area. So
3: well, Coach but, Hooker, I'm glad yeah. you called him out. He's a great guy. And uh, really enjoyed uh, when he was the head coach over at and He's been at Salem for quite a while. He, You know, he coaches, uh, you know, Andrew Lewis, but, you know, all those coaches are a part of the varsity yes, as well. right. So he may be up in the box. I think he's up in the box on Friday nights. Sure. And, um, you know,
4: again, having that brain power yeah. really helps you. Well, but like we were talking about, it's that system. Yeah. You know, because trust me, what he's coaching these young men, guess what they see next year? They see the same system. Yeah. They understand it. They know it. And you know what that system produces? State championships. And we've seen it. We've seen it on every level with Willis White, Megan Bauer, Halter. They produce state champions. And it's and it's that system ball. And I think, I really think we're going to start seeing that over at K-Spring with, you know, Nick Lefwich. You calling that out, Coach? uh, Trust me. I I have a feeling that K-Spring will probably be a state champion within the next five years. Whoa. Yeah. Mark it down. Mark it down. said it. I said it. No, that's. Watching what they do at Salem. Yeah. And when you have these coaches that leave Salem and go somewhere else and they implement that same kind of system, it's system ball there. Yeah. 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 That's a good call out. All right.
3: So we got a great show today highlighted by our U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline call with uh, GALAX head coach Shane Allen. We're going to call him in just a few minutes here. Our Haley Toyota Legends of the Game interview will be former Franklin County coach Billy Miles, who also was a longtime assistant at Salem. And played for uh, Andrew Lewis. Yeah. Uh, Played for the Wolverines back in the day. Um, All right. So um, let's, uh, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. When we come back, we'll have uh, Coach Allen. Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local, think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's bread.
1: Hey, Roanoke, it's Fall Savings and Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is Truck Month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy Fall Savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling Ram 4 and classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge Fall Savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for
5: less.
3: Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The
6: NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde. Football players know a lot about building
7: be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction knows a lot about building too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you.
6: Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at
3: 427-2001. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org.
8: What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? teach your grandkids to fish. Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Ameriast Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Do, 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 do Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually
9: listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton.
3: All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody, on WPLY. Um, we've got uh, Coach uh, Shane Allen with Galax on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. How you doing this morning, Coach? Coach, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. There he is. There he is. Okay. How you doing this morning, Coach? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, I got to say, impressive start to the season uh, so far for Galax. You guys just keep it rolling. I know uh, your record's 5-2, and two and you're 3-0 and o in the Mountain Empire District right now. Tough district, wow. Uh, and you've played a pretty tough out-of-district schedule. Uh, Glenver, Graham, uh, beat a good Radford team. I got to ask you, so, you know, what's the thinking on playing so many tough teams out of district?
10: Well, you know... You know, when when I first got here, Coach Dixon, you know, kinda of had set the schedule set up and, yep. and 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 then, you know, when I took over, you know, we kinda of wanna keep the same thing as uh, you know, we wanted to you know, our feeling is if we can play a really, really tough first five games, it gets us ready to to for the our district play, which is tough also too. You know, we, yep. you know it's it's you know, the Mountain Empire is probably one of the tougher single aid districts in, in in the state. And uh, you know, we we feel like we want to find where we got to make corrections and find and see if our kids are ready. And, you know, I'd rather find our mistakes now and, and things we need to get fixed before we get into the playoffs or get the district play because then it's too late. Wow. So, you know, our feeling is, you know, if we can play a tough, tough schedule, you know, and get to those first five games, you know, we'll, we'll know who's ready to play on our team and, and what, where we stand kind of for to make a, you know, hopefully to make a playoff push
3: yeah you know it's it's interesting because i I think you know when I talk to other people, you know they all circle Galax on their schedule now. It's like that's the tough game. that's the team they want to beat and uh so it's interesting that you know you guys don't shy away from any of those guys. You don't worry about it. you just hey you're you're all about getting better, getting your own team better and figuring out what you need to work on i I love that philosophy a lot of a lot of people you know they just they just want to be undefeated, <laughs> you know.
10: Yeah, you know, uh, you know, the the last time Gaelak's won a state championship, they started out uh, one and four. So, you know, it's it's and it's not where you start, it's where you finish. So, you know, we want our guys to, to be battle tested by the time we come to playoffs because, you know, i if, if I've been on teams and I've coached teams who who have have played a, a weaker schedule and yeah. then you get in the playoffs and get hammered in the first round because you're just not ready because once you get playoff when you get in the playoffs everybody's good. Yeah. And so and you know, so if you want to compete in the playoffs, you want to compete against the the George West, the Narrows, the Riverheads and, and teams like that in the playoffs, you know, you you're gonna have to go play a tough schedule or you, you're not gonna you're not gonna be ready to play once playoff time comes.
3: Yeah. I know it's uh you know, it's always a work in progress, but what what's helped your guys get off to a good start this year? I mean, what what has been the key this year so far?
10: Well, you know, we returned uh, you know, three star uh Four starters off our the line from last year, oh, so yeah. you know, you know, losing the you know Pickett and Beeman and and Barnes, you know, three four year starters uh, was, was a huge loss for us. But you know, I feel you know if we can if we can hang around teams and 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 control the line of scrimmage, um, you know, offensive and defensively, because that we knew that would be our strong point that our our young skill would, uh, would 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 have time to start developing and getting some game reps and getting better. So that was kind of key for us is, you know, if we can be, if we can be, if we can be okay, if we can be good up front on the O-line and D-line, then, you know, it gives our young skill guys time to to develop and get ready and, you know, and break in a new quarterback after having a four-year startup quarterback. And, you know, Ian's done a great job for us. He's really took over the role, which we knew, you know, a lot of people thought we would have a big drop-off at quarterback uh, once, um, once Pickett left, but, yeah. you know, you know, uh, but Ian, you know, Ian has done a great job and, you know, he was in the film sessions with Pickett and he's been the backup quarterback for, you know, for, was the backup quarterback for two years before, you know, taking over this year. So he, he, he knows our offense and, you know, there's the more he's been out there to get game speed stuff, you know, just things you don't see as a backup, but you know, uh, he's done a great job for us and he keeps getting better week by week and, you know, he's, he really makes our offense go.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, your defense was pretty dominant last night against George With. I, I witnessed that. You you have a number of talented, hard hitting players. How much of uh I gotta ask you, so I ask coaches this all the time. How much of defense is will versus talent? So how much how much of it do you feel like you coach up or how much of it is, is it just the kind of kids you have? Is it a combination?
10: I think it's a combination. You know, I, I think our our kids are, you know, they're they're hard-nosed and, and they like playing defense and they want to be out there and, you know, they take they take pride in trying to play good defense. And, you know, as coaches, we're just trying to, you know, try to put them, give them keys and reads that put them in the best spot to be successful. So, you know, we we spend, you know, defense coaches, we spend all our time trying to find our, what can get our linebackers to play fast and not have to, to think they can just react to keys. What what can we give our secondary? So, you know, we we have film sessions on Saturday and Sunday with our coach staff. That's what we do is we sit down and, and you know, we think, all right, you know, each coach, each, each position, all right, they just watch film to find out, you know, <clears throat> what key is going to give our guys the fast so they can play fast. Because if our kids can play fast, then we can be pretty good. But, you know, if they're second guessing and, and not being able to get in keys to get them to the ball fast, you know, we struggle. So, you know, we, we spend most of our time as you a know, defensive staff just – watching our individual positions what they're going to try and key up the next week to make them play fast and then you know we've got some guys who you know they've played a lot of defensive snaps you've got you know riley joe vault who our inside linebacker who is you know started every game since he was a freshman and and uh you know he's a junior this year and you know he's two time two or three time all state linebacker and you know got um Brenda Rojas at, at defensive line, who's a three-year starter at defensive line, who's an All-State defensive lineman. So, you know, we've got some guys that that, that, that plug and play and, and some guys who have been there and got the quality reps and, and there are good leaders on that defense.
3: Yeah, you know, I talked to you, I interviewed Brenda, Brenda uh, Rojas last night. And I didn't realize he was an All-State wrestler, too. I mean, that doesn't hurt you on the line, having those skills.
10: No, no, you know he he he's a two-time defending state champion and got a, you know if, if things go well this year he's got a chance to be a three-time defending state wrestling heavyweight champion and you know he's just he's such a hard worker and he's so strong and you know he he understands leverage and and you know he's so hard to move yeah. and you know people see him and they they think oh man look at that kid he you know he's you know five foot five two hundred sixty pounds and but the kid you know he's a football player and he he's a, he's a, he's a good athlete he's a better athlete than people think he is and he's just so strong and so hard to move defensively that, you know, he does such a good job for us on the interior of our defense.
3: We also told me he was on a state champion soccer team. He said, don't leave that off.
10: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's uh, you know, he, you know, that's the thing, you know, here is, you know, we've been fortunate enough here that the kids get, you know, not just in football are getting deep, deep playoff runs and state and compete for state championships yeah. in every sport. So they're learning to compete in every sport they play here at Galax. So that's, that's huge for our program because, you know, we get some of his rollover. You know, he's, you know, he's played in, you know, he's won state championships in, in, in soccer. He's won state championships in uh, wrestling. You know, he's, you know, played in two state championship games uh, in football. So, you know, he's he's seen a lot of of big big time games in whatever sport he plays. So he, he you know he's always ready to to, to compete and, and and play hard.
3: We talked briefly last night. I just want you to talk a little bit about this uh, after the win over uh, George with you and coach Harner are good friends. And, uh, you know, oh. I think you said he played for you and you guys, one of you was in, he, you were in his wedding maybe, and, and you coached against each other. How, how hard is it to, you know, we don't think about that, but you know, you coaches, a lot of you coaches are close. You know each other. How hard is it to, to battle on Friday nights?
10: Well, you know, you know, I, you know. I coached my first two years coaching. I coached at, you know my first twelve years. I coached at Carroll County, and my first two years, uh, you know, Brandon played. You know, Coach Hunter played for me at at Carroll, and then, you know, he as soon as he graduated high school, we went to college. But he started working as, on our staff as a you know his first year out of high school. He started working on our coach staff at at, at Carroll, and you know, did an excellent job there. and you know, the whole time he was in college, he was going to college, but still coming and coaching you know football with us until he graduated and got a teaching job. And you know, we we developed a friendship, coaching, and you know, he's one of my best friends. And you know, I was in his wedding, and you know, we're you know, it's tough. You know, people don't realize that that you know they think you know it's different when you get into like the college levels and stuff because you're not around. You know, Nick Saban's not around. You know, Justin Fuente much, but you know, in our communities are. You know they're intersecular, so you know you, you people in Carroll County and and Galax and Grayson and With County are all going to the you know for the most part are going to the same areas. They know each other. They they've interacted with each other on a lot. You know, more personal level than you know college coaches do. Mm-hmm. So, you have friendships in the and in, in the, in the industry here and in, and in, in the high school football that you know it gets tough sometimes. You know, like you know we 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 usually talk two or three times. Me and Brandon talk two or three times a week. You know, usually if he's driving home or I'm driving home, we'll call and talk How about practice. And yep. you know, we're, if we're facing a team that we both that like I've played or he's played, you know, what's something that. Can help us that, that he can see that can help us or something I've seen that I can help him with. You know, we're always sharing ideas. And then this week, you know, the week we play each other, we kind of, you know, we still talk, but we, just, we don't really talk football much. We just, you know, just, just, you know, try to, you know, just talk, you know, lives, how family and everything like that. So, you know, but you know, and then you get it's kind of bittersweet. You know, you if you win, you you feel bad for him because you know you know he's he's lost and then if you know if i if he wins then he feels you know you can enjoy the win but you also feel bad for you know him because you know he you know for me because you know uh you know you're your friend you want him to be successful you know we talk all the time you know i hope you win every game but one and he said the same thing to me so you know it's that's the thing that some people don't realize is you know a lot of these coaches you know there's there's very few coaches that i i'm not you know i don't know on a personal level so you know that's something that's hard that people don't really realize is you know, you're know you going out there battling against people that you know and have friendships with.
4: Yep, Coach Allen, it's Coach Lefwich. Tell me, looking at your schedule right now, you've got Auburn next, West Oak out of uh, King, North Carolina, and Grayson County. You're in the playoff push right now. Talk to me a little bit about these next three games and what you guys have to do to kind of keep going in that right direction.
10: Well, you know, the biggest thing for us is, you know, uh, we we need to put two, two, two halves together. I just I feel like right now we've not played a full game yet to our potential. You know, I, I think, you know, you look at it, it, most of our games, uh, you know, uh, Rafford, you know, we didn't play very well in the first half and then had a great second half in overtime to pull out the victory. Uh, you know, we uh, – Giles, the same way, we kind of come out early in the first cor- first half and had a great first half but then kind of just – you know, made a lot of mistakes and turnovers in the second half. And then kind of same thing with Fort Chisel, Same thing with, with uh, you know, George Witt last night. We played really well in the first half, get big first half leads. And, you know, we kind of – you know, our kids kind of you know, – I feel like we're losing a little bit of focus and things. And that's, that's what, you know, what I'm really on our kids about is, you know, we just really – no matter what the score is, whether we're up by a lot or down by a lot or it's a close game, we've got to stay focused and, and play for four quarters because once we get into the playoffs, there's going to be no – if we play one half good and one half bad, we're going to lose. So, you know, that's the biggest thing I want our kids to work on is you know, is is maintaining a focus and 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 playing at our best level for four quarters, and then you know, taking care of the football. Which we've done better. You know, early in the season we turned the ball over a lot, and you know that was you know, you know, one of the big things against the, for us against you know Glamour turned over the ball a lot and a lot of penalties, which we've cleaned those up a little bit, but we continue got to be better at that. And, I feel like we got to be, keep continue to get be more physical, especially on the perimeter. Our you know our school guys are kind of young, but, you know they're 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 you know even the ones that are juniors are haven't played a lot, and you know the ones that are seniors, you know the first year coming out. So just get them to, to understand the physicality that we need to be on the perimeter, not just up front. You know that's the thing that. I feel like we we kind of sometimes set ourselves apart from other teams is you know, we're physical up front, but a lot of people are physical on the offensive line. We try to pride ourselves on being physical on the perimeter, on our wide receiver block, and on our DBs, you know, destru- uh, block destruction, things like that, that. That you know, sometimes you know we that, that coaches really don't emphasize as much. We try to emphasize a little bit more is to to be physical on the perimeter, so the outside runs and the passing game we can you know handle it better.
4: And talk to me a little bit about, you know, in the area, we're familiar with Auburn, we're familiar with Grayson County. I'm not real familiar with West Stokes out of King, North Carolina. Talk to me a little bit about how they got on the schedule and uh, what you're looking for out of them. Uh,
10: Well, they're a 3A school out of uh, King, North Carolina. Um, You know, what happened was uh, Bland decided not to play a full district schedule. So they basically told everybody in the district, you know, the teams like a lot of teams in the district that if you could find another game for that week, go ahead and and get one. So we went ahead and just, you know, got to make sure, you know, our, our goal was to get, you know, 10-game schedule. Because, you know, we haven't played that, you know, since 2000. We haven't played a, a full 10-game schedule since 2018, you know, 2009, 2019, Bland didn't have a program, so we only played nine regular season games. And then, you know, last year was the COVID-shortened six-game season. So, you know, we wanted to make sure we our kids could get ten games. And uh, so, you know, when, when we heard Bland was, you know, talking about maybe not playing everybody in the district, you know, we kind of reached out to some programs. And, you know, West Oaks, picked, you know, was available and we picked them up. I don't know a lot about them. I know they, they're, they're usually a pretty good program. I think right now I think, uh, I think they're like four and two, five and two, something like that. So you know it'll be it'll be a tough battle versus a three A team, but you know once again you know we had an opportunity to pick a team I think can make us a better playoff team. So we're always going to do that. You know we're not worried. You know we want to win all the games, but you know we're you know right now we're more worried about getting ourselves better as a football team. To you know that's what some people you know people don't realize sometimes. You can go blow somebody out seventy to nothing, and it actually got worse as a football team. Wow, and then okay. you go play somebody like a Graham and lose 28 to nothing, and you got better as a football team. And you know that's some that sometimes the fans just don't understand is, you know, sometimes it's not about the win well. Yeah, beat somebody seventy to nothing is great, but do we get better as a football team? And sometimes, like ninety nine percent of the time, you don't get. You beat somebody seventy to nothing, you didn't get better as a football team. You know, you know, we want to get better each game to get us to where we want to be, which is playing for a state championship.
3: He is Galax head coach, Shane Allen. Coach, thanks so much for uh, letting us call you and get you on the uh, Crunch Time radio show. Man, I love that last comment, getting better is really what it's all about. And and, uh, I tell you, every time I see you guys, I'm so impressed. Uh, Love watching you guys. Love having you in the Crunch, Coach. So uh, good luck and have a great uh, rest of the season.
10: I appreciate you having us and, you know, our kids and, and, you know, our community love the crunch and our kids really, really love it. And they're excited each week to see it come out. So I really appreciate everything you guys do for, for high school football and for our program. And, you know, if you ever need anything, you guys just reach out. No problem. I really enjoy everything.
8: Thank
3: you, coach. What a good guy. Oh man. I tell you, he is, he is so football smart. Yes. I mean, you can just hear and people smart. Right. And, uh, he is, you know, you can hear him on the sidelines. You talk about somebody that's striving for um, you know, perfection. Sure. Um, you know, it's 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 hard for fans sometimes to, to see a team win winning big and the coach right. still going crazy over there. Yeah. And it's like he said, you know, you're always working, you know, you forget about the scoreboard. You're just trying to to do what you need to do and get better. Sure. It doesn't matter what the score is. You missed the block. You didn't do your assignment. You didn't do what the team needed you to do. Right. And I love that about football.
4: Yeah. But they're sitting at five and two right now. And like he said, now's the time, you know, you got to make that playoff push. And, you know, and you learn a lot. And they, trust me, when they played Graham, like he said, they probably learned a ton because Graham's a good team every single year. And, you know, they, you learn a lot from playing a Graham and, that's what really got me when I saw, uh, you know, that game out of Kings, North Carolina yeah. there with West Stokes. I'm like, OK, not familiar with West Stokes very much. But again, we're starting to see these teams in the area playing West Virginia teams, playing North Carolina teams. And in my opinion, it's good because like like he said, you learn a lot from playing these other teams out of these, you know, because it may be packages you're not seeing locally. It may be you know, things that you weren't anticipating and it comes into your system and you just learn from these other games.
3: Well, and too, you know, he he mentioned COVID's really, that's another way COVID's affected high school
4: football. You
3: got to get your games in. Yeah, And if somebody, you know, their community has to shut down and they can't play football, you still have to get a game. Exactly. I mean, you could be locked out of the playoffs if you don't have enough points and enough games. Yeah. So, you know, they, they said, Hey, you know, Bland, you know, has decided not to play a full district uh, schedule because they're, you know. Right. And uh, uh, they went ahead and and signed these guys up. Yeah, and they're going
4: on the road. Well, I love the fact that they don't shy away from anything. Exactly. Salem's the same way. Salem's the same way. But, no, they're going on the road. That's the thing. They said, yeah, we'll take this game, we'll play this game, and we'll even come to you. You know who else is like that? Who's that? Heritage. Yes. Yeah. Bradley went
3: over and played Dedwitty, who's a, you know, really strong team this year. I mean, there's certain coaches that just say – we can't get better unless we face better. That's it. So that's you pretty got cool. it, yeah. All right, I want to talk about the dogwood, man. Oh, good eating. <laughs> Dang, I, I, you know, just saying it makes me hungry. I mean, I used to think of a dogwood tree. and I just think of food when I How hear are dogwood. we not catered in the morning by dogwood? I, I, you know, I don't know.
4: You know, we need to work this deal out. <laughs> Something has to happen here, you know.
3: We're just glad they're with us yes. in, in supporting uh, high school sports. And uh, they they do a great job, Keith and Jamie and all the folks over there. And, I tell you that their, their their menu's so diverse. It is. I mean, you got know, Western omelet. You got burgers. You got you know
4: chicken livers. Chicken livers.
3: Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. You know, Jimmy loves yeah. chicken livers. Yeah. Um, salmon cakes. Yeah. Barbecue. Uh, fried chicken. A little bit of everything. Meatloaf. I mean, it. It's, and it's cooked right in front of you. It's cooked right in front of you, and man, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I mean, forget about all this other stuff out there. I mean, this this is a yeah. You know, it's, it's, Mama
4: approved. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right.
3: Uh, and then, you know, a few others, uh, that, that support, uh, the crunch and support high school, area high school sports, uh, Pittman Construction. Yes. While Dairy and the guys over there do a great job. The Mirius Group, yep. uh, uh, Stuart Barnes and Jay Harlow just, and the whole group over there just do a fantastic job. Custard Stand Chili.
4: Good on anything. Oh, man.
3: I tell you, that is, that is good stuff. And, you know, we've got a lot of the, um, a lot of the boosters clubs are using it now. Now, yeah. some of them used it before we started, but I think some of them are using it now. You know, they hear us talk about sure. it people like it. And what did Chuck Baker say? That's the best store-bought chili, chili? he's ever had. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's saying something. So. a
4: compliment there. Absolutely.
3: All right. Uh, great show today so far. Um, you know, uh, in in the second hour, we're going to get to the five things you need to need to know about high school football this week. We're going to get to the grade eight debate. Yep. Um, when we come back, we're going to, uh, we're going to do our Haley has it for less, uh, Haley Toyota crunch time legends of the game, uh, which is Billy miles. Love that. Uh, and later on, you won't want to miss our Jimmy thing. That's it. I mean, you know, Jimmy might be out running around. We still got a Jimmy thing coming up. We still got the thing coming up. So, all right. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to crunch time on WPLY. Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's bread. Heiner's bread.
2: Hey, Berman Clark here from Munaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at monerisbenefits.com. Minaris,
1: Hey, Roanoke, it's Fall Savings and Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is Truck Month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy Fall Savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge Fall Savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less.
3: Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you.
6: The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction.
7: A hey, rendezvous. Football players know a lot about building. At to the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate Walt Deary at Pittman Construction knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad Bud Deary
6: at Pittman Construction at 427 2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427 2001.
9: Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama, Mama Dee's barber shop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free Deluxe Shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop. I'm
5: Brampton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor? A volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow financial advisor with the Myrius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC.
3: When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original, 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English muffins. Wake up to what's possible. If you're the Floyd County
9: cheerleaders, and you're watching right
3: outside. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Coach, let's talk about the Salem Civic Center. Oh. Man, I'm telling you, the, the fine folks over at the Salem Civic Center, they've been with us forever, uh, supporting the kids and in, in the area, and, and they always have a great show. They always have a lot of great events coming through there. We've been talking about some of this stuff for a while now, but, you know, we want to keep reminding people, put this on your schedule. This is great entertainment. You know, it's coming right to you. It's not that expensive. I mean, first of all, October 22nd through the 24th, yeah. Friday through
4: Sunday, the Kazem Shrine Circus. Yeah. And it, you know that is a huge event in this area. You it's know, an annual. I mean, it's it, 63rd people, annual. Wow! Isn't that something? That is something. 63rd. Yeah. You know, people uh, they go every year. Yes. It's a, family, it's a family tradition, and I've had people this week talk to me about it, and they're like, you know, hey, where do I get my tickets? You know, and we send them over to the Civic Center. Yep. And But they're like, you know, I remember as a kid going to the circus. And it's yep. like, yeah, it's a family affair. Yeah. It's a tradition that you do. And so I couldn't tell you how many circuses I've been to over the years.
3: You know, it's one of those things when you're little, it's so memorable. You yes. You remember it all your life. You're sure. Like, oh, I remember that time we went to the circus, or we used to go to circus every year, or, we used to go to the... Uh, Kazem uh, Shrine Circus, so you know, pretty special. Yeah. Uh, Friday, October 29th, we got the Roanoke Symphony Orchestra doing the music of Sting and the Police. We need to go over there.
4: We need. To, I know you're covering football games that uh, night, but we yeah. need to figure I, out a way to get over there. Uh, yeah, you know, I need to
3: clone myself because I mean, yes. I would really enjoy that. Sure. I mean, I just I love uh, Sting and the Police, uh, and you know, that's my era. And but the Roanoke Symphony Orchestra taking that
4: on, yeah.
3: You know, I can just imagine how good it's going to be. I know. That's I mean, it's going to be
4: good. Yeah, that is good stuff. Maybe we can get him in to play a little bit for us here. Can we get him in the studio? We might
3: be able to fit him in. I don't I know. Don't we, so. we, we'd have to figure out how to do it. Jimmy might have to do his thing out in the hall. Yes. The Jimmy thing out in the hall. <laughs> Uh, All right, and then we also have Rodney Carrington, Friday, November 12th, over at the Salem Civic Center at 7.30 p.m. That's your guy.
4: Yeah, good comedian. I'm talking good comedian.
3: Very funny. And then Kansas, December 16th. That's been rescheduled, to December 16th from the spring. Okay. So a lot of people have been waiting for that for a while now. Yeah. But Kansas, the music of Kansas is is pretty awesome, too. And then just to call out a few others, you you hear the spot. Mama D's, the, the ladies over at Mama D's Barbershop, they do a great job there right behind the uh, coffee pot on Brambleton. Sure. If you mention crunch, you get a, uh, a free shampoo. Right. Uh, man. And that, that's awesome to get your haircut and then get your, your hair shampooed. But, uh, the, but they, you know, they do it right. I mean, you and I get our haircut. Oh there. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people I know that, that have really kind of started going there. Yes. You can get your crunch there. Yep. I mean, you're, you're, the crunch is there and it's just a cool venue. The, the ladies are so great Yes. and they're really talented. And, uh, I really appreciate, uh, you know, them being a part of this.
4: too. Yeah, no, I'm having more and more people tell me. They'll, they'll say they'll be out somewhere, and they're like, I got to meet one of the Deannas. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> which one? And they're like, you know, from Mama D's. And I'm like, no, no, they're both named Deanna. So which one did you get to meet? So, yeah,
3: great ladies. <laughs> uh, well, you, you know, you can't say the ornery one because they're both ornery. Exactly. So. <laughs> you know, so you got to be more specific there. Oh, uh, they're a lot of fun. And then Tater Benson of MKB Realty, uh, you know— uh, Tater's a great guy. Yes. Uh, just came on with the crunch, and we really appreciate him. He was, you know, coach at Lord Botetot. Yeah. So he gets what we're doing. That's it. And he understands the value of it. And uh, I'm telling you, if I was buying a house, I mean, I'd yeah. hook my wagon to him. I mean, he, he knows the area. He knows a lot of people. Yeah, buying or selling. Buying or selling. Yeah. Yeah. Give him so, a call. All right. So let's talk about the. Well, first of all, I'm going to go through the games uh, since okay. uh, Jimmy's not here. Let me go through the scores real quick LCA over Heritage 49 to 10. Christiansburg 61 to 20 over Hidden Valley, Giles 21, Grayson County 20, Franklin County 41, William Byrd 23, Lord Botetourt 42 to 7 over William Fleming, William Campbell 36 to 24 over Chatham, get him, get him Campbell, uh, Glenver 63 to 8 over Allegheny, Glaskey County 49 to 7 over Blacksburg, Perry McClure 40, Craig County 0, E.C. Glass 48, Jefferson 4 7. Carroll County got their first win. Look at that. 21 to 12 over Patrick County. Good job, guys. Uh, Brookville, 38 to nothing over Liberty Bedford. North Cross, 28 to seven over St. Michael's, the Archangel. I'm telling you what, that's a good team. It is. Uh, I yeah. mean, so that's a good win for them. Congratulations, Coach Alexander. Covington, 33 to 26 over Narrows. East Montgomery, Eastern Montgomery, 28 to 6 over Bath County. Magna Vista, 48 to 14 over Martinsville. Patrick Henry, 35 to nothing over Cave Spring. Dan River, 18 to 12 over Gretna. Hargrave, 43 to 34 over Roanoke Catholic. Roanoke Catholic's steadily They're starting better. to come back. Yeah, yeah they're, they're starting to get back. getting better. Yeah. Um, Galax, 35 to nothing over George Wythe. Appomattox, 71 to nothing over Nelson County. Wow. Ooh, 71 Ooh. to nothing. Uh, earlier, uh, Stanton River, 37 to six over Allegheny. Um, and that was earlier in the week. Uh, postponed for this week, Stanton River and Northside. That game got postponed. Auburn and Bland County got postponed. Uh, a Thursday night game that snuck by everybody was James River beating floyd county thirty four to nineteen. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah.
4: Knights are four and one right now,
3: yeah, yeah. So and yeah. then uh, today, uh, the one game that really stands out for us is George w- or uh, G. W. Danville at uh, Halifax County. That game's this afternoon. And then open this week, just so I mention it, Salem, Radford, Alta Vista, and Fort Cheswell all had open week. Right. Okay, so that's the scores. All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, some of these games. Uh, We'll touch on them again. Uh, Certainly, um, the big one uh, was uh, LCA over Heritage. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, Heritage actually scored first halfway through the first quarter, 26-yard field goal but LCA took the lead on you know Davis Lane got an 8-yard uh score and then uh went up 7 to 3 and then you know second quarter sure three unanswered TDs uh to go up 28 to 10 and then you know uh Heritage uh kicked in a, a touchdown right before half so you know it's hard when LCA gets ahead of you yes it's hard to catch them it is i mean they just they just have too many weapons right and all the weapons you know, all the normal suspects for LCA showed uh, Friday night, unfortunately for Heritage. I mean, Davis Lane, 7 for 10, 175 yards, two TDs and an interception throwing the ball. He also had that 8-yard TD run. He had a 59-yard TD pass to Jalen Belford. Yep. Uh, who had two catches for 67 yards and a TD. Belford is so fast. Right. I mean, he, he is a real team leader. Dylan Stowers, the tight end, three catches for 71 yards and a touchdown. He's a beast. Yeah. Not only is he a beast on the offensive side of the ball, but he anchors them at linebacker. And, I mean, the pile moves when he gets there. He he just brings a lot of force. and You know, he's a man. Uh, and then the Davidsons. Uh, you, you know, we're always talking about the Davidsons. Yeah, they both had a touchdown last night, I think it was. Well, they both had two. Yeah. Uh, Caleb. Caleb was 16 for 135. He's the junior. Caleb Davidson. And then Gideon, the freshman, 10 for 110 yards. Yeah. 11 yards of carry for that young man. Look at that. He had two TDs. Um so, you know, a lot going on on that side of the ball. You, you, we can talk about their line until yeah. the cows come home. Exactly. Zach Rice and the guys there just right. do a great job. They're not getting all those yards without those guys doing the job up front. For Heritage, Cam Burns, 9 for 1,910 yards uh, and a TD. He had a 63-yard TD pass to Darius Brown uh, there in the first half. Um, but, you know, LCA's defense, you got to talk about it. They kept Heritage's running backs, uh, Rajon Booker and Zach Steele,
4: Under wraps. Yeah, they shut them down last night. They just didn't let them have any room. not at all. And, you know, this is is one of these games where you see on the schedule, and we've been waiting for this game. We were anticipating this game because this is, you know, and again, we laugh about it, we joke about it, SEC of the area, the Seminole District. And when you see this game coming up, we've noticed this year when these teams play one another, they've been fairly close games. Mm -hmm. It makes me wonder, is LCA – that much better than the rest of the Seminole district. And it kind of scares you a little bit because when you see that game, or was this just a down night for heritage? Yeah, and it it just kind of makes you wonder. but I, again, we talked about it earlier. You really feel like with LCA right now, this is this is a season of unfinished business. Yeah, Last year, they got so close. And to be honest with you, a lot of people felt like, they, you know, they didn't lose that ball game to Lord Bolletot. They just ran out of time. Yeah. You felt like they were getting ready to beat Lord Bot. And I think Coach Rocco, if it's, not in, if it's not in that locker room somewhere, a sign that says we need to finish our business, it, <laughs> it needs to be. Because you feel like that's their whole season this year. Right. It's unfinished business. And we got to get out here. We got to win. We got to, you know, we got to do what we got to do. But let me tell you, it doesn't hurt either when your quarterback's a D1 quarterback. And your lineman's a D one lineman, number one in the country right. at his position. That doesn't hurt you either. And then you got two kids, the Davison kids, that are brothers. Sounds like a law firm, Davison and Davison. Yeah, and they handle their business. Yeah, you know. So it's one of those you know kind of deals that you look at this team. This is an extremely strong team, all, all over. You know, all the way around the board. Right. And so it kind of makes you, you know. And I and I, li- and I love the fact that Coach Bradley last night just made the comment. He goes, you know, sometimes you just get a butt whooping. Right. And it just happens. And, you know, you readjust, you figure it out, you figure why you got it, and, you know, you try to correct what happened. You know, he doesn't say that stuff in jest
3: either. No, he does not. I mean, he's no. not just saying it because it's something to say. I mean, he... he- Pretty heartfelt.
4: He's pretty Win heartfelt. Or lose. Win or lose, you're going to get the raw version of him. Exactly, and so trust me. There's no doubt in my mind. That's what those guys heard last night when he, you know, when he stood there and addressed that team last night of saying, "Hey guys, they, you know, they just gave it to us tonight. Yeah, they just got us." And it's, but it, it makes you wonder: Is LCA that good, or did you catch Heritage on a down night? But let me tell you something. When you shut down their running game, yeah. and you shut down, you know, their production of scoring, it, you know, it's LCA's really. They deserve to be number one, and boy, they they're earning it. Well, uh, Dave, Road
3: Trip Anderson and and Graham Whitaker were, yes. were, were they were at the game for us and covering that. And David sent me, you know, uh, a note uh, early uh, in the game and just said, you know, Heritage is making too many mistakes. Okay. Um, so, you know, uh, and sometimes big games will do that. Sometimes you just have a bad night. But you can't have that kind of performance against this LCA team. Correct. You have to be dang near perfect. Sure. To have a chance. Yes. Because they're just so good. Right. And they're so well coached. But um, but it'll be fun, you know. Uh, you know, we still have a few games left. and uh, But they're in the catbird seat as far as they the are. seminal. Yes. So, you know, they're kind of like the Alabama of the SEC. Exactly. Wanna, right, right now, the way they're sitting yeah. this year. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. All right. So my game was Galax at George With Galax jumped on him early. If you haven't had a chance to see Galax, I mean, they run, uh, they're running backs at you in waves. Uh, okay. They, they, it's almost like they, um, you know, one works a quarter and then the next one comes in. And, and these guys run hard. Sure. They all have a little different, uh, you know, um, they have a different characteristic to them. Tedron, Tucker is, is their big runner, number one. Okay. Uh, he's 207 pounds, and he's quick, and uh, he doesn't run around people. Right. Um, so, you know, he's going to he's gonna soften you up and and get yardage. And then they bring in Ronnie Horton, uh, who's a great D-back, too. Um, he's quick. You know, he's the scat back. He gets in there, and you, all of a sudden, you're used to this guy running to you and trying to sure. run over you, and then you can't catch this one. Okay. Because he's cutting away from you, and he's physical, too. He and Ash were Ian Ashworth, the quarterback, is an excellent running. You heard Coach uh, uh, talk about him um, a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, he, he throws the ball well, and he's so smart. He's, you know, you see some kids with a football sense. Right. They just have a feel for the game. He's got that feel. Okay. Um, on defense, he makes uh, the big plays when they need it. On offense, uh, he just gets the first down. He gets to the sticks, or he makes the right call. Sure. So you need that kind of guy if you're going to— you know if you're going to if you're going to go very far in the playoffs and then late we saw freshman you know, we saw Brady Lowe get out there right and you know freshmen coming in and this is what Galax does you know they they work those young guys in yeah. early that's what some of the better teams do you think well how do you get a freshman ready well you get him ready by pulling him in towards the end of the game and letting him run letting him get the ball
4: right and that and that's the thing with Galax and you know we just had the opportunity to talk to coach Allen here and when you look at that program as a whole and, and what they've done and you look at the teams that they've played and, they, you know, you you take a look at the Grams and you take a look at, you know, the Radford game. You know, that Carroll County game was a 7-6 to six game. That was a tough game. I was at that game. Yeah. So, you know, they are getting better each week. And that's the thing that you look at is you watch these teams slowly progress of getting better and getting better. And we watched that, you know, Galax beat Giles. Uh, Then Glenver got him, And, you know, it kind of, you know, you get them into the mindset of, okay, the teams you lost to are solid teams. Yeah. The teams you beat are solid teams. That's right. And at the end of the day, what have you learned from everything? And I think right now we're starting to see that program kick into that extra gear, getting ready for the playoffs. And they've learned a lot from these teams. I think, you know, one thing they didn't
3: do very well last night, they didn't really throw and catch it well.
4: Okay. You know, early on, Ashworth missed a couple
3: guys, threw it behind him, and then later on they just dropped a few. And so but their run game, they didn't need it last night. Their run game was so effective. Uh and their defense is the call on card. Uh, yeah. coach talked about that that uh, Riley Joe Wright uh Vaught, rather, R- Riley Joe Vaught. He is he is tough. Uh, Isaac Bartlett, uh, number fifty, uh uh, Austin Ashworth out there, number fifty-three. Ian Ashworth in the backfield. Ronnie Horton, uh, Jackson Alderman, Brenda Rojas. We talked about him. Yes, I mean he is an anchor in the middle. Yeah, I mean he's a you know he's a two-time defending state champion. You're not moving him out of the middle. No,
4: no, you not you got to run
3: around him. Right, and he's got good athletic ability. I mean he he makes plays. Um, and then but I do want to call out for George with I, I was really impressed with linebacker running back Leighton Fowler. Okay. Number 10. He's outstanding. Nice. He made a lot of tackles. He is one of those, if you watch him, if you focus on him on defense, he's an aggressive linebacker that reads quickly. He beats the blocks to the hole. Okay. Gets off the block and makes tackles. Awesome. So um, you know, I don't know how many tackles he had last night. We haven't added them up yet, but he he literally could have had twenty, twenty five sure. tackles last night. Yeah. I'm sure he's sore this morning, but uh He's outstanding, and the Luke Jolly, the quarterback there, um, number twenty-three, the Rainy Kid, uh, wide receiver. He's only a freshman, six-two, two hundred. He's going to do something down there. He's going to be something. Uh, and but but again, they're young, so you know they only have two seniors on the team. Right. You got to look at that
4: too. Exactly, because you're going to look at a very good team here in a year, two years from now. Absolutely. And that's the you know that's the key thing is when you only have two seniors. Boy, I tell you, that that's when, as a coach, you're excited because you're like, look, we may be down a little bit this year, but, boy, we're going to make it up in two years right, or a right. year because when all these kids gel together and they play together for a long period of time, you've got a little something. But, no, you look at Galax here. The last two games, they've outscored their opponents 76-13. to 13. Yeah. So that defense is starting to kick it up a notch. They're starting to score some points here. So I, I like likes making this run here at the well,
3: end. Well, and, and you know, in the game, I mean, they held uh, George with on fourth down like four or five times in yeah. their own territory. There you they go. They just made plays. Yeah. All right, last game I want to talk about is this Christiansburg-Hidden Valley game. I mean, okay. these were both one-loss teams. You know, Hidden Valley had started out 6-0. and Two good teams. Uh, this one got away from Hidden Valley a little bit. But hats off to Christiansburg. I mean, they, they're, they are gearing up for the playoffs. Yes. Um, they could have pouted after, you know, Salem got them a few weeks ago. Yep. They didn't. They right. they learned, you know, you, you win some, you learn some. They they've moved on. And and uh, you know, Hidden Valley is also learning, you know, what they need to work on going forward. So um but you know, Hidden Valley's now six and two, their second loss in a row. Uh for the Blue Demons, I mean, quarterback Casey Graham, I mean, he really hurt the Titans with a long ball. Right. And and part of that is you know his receivers getting behind the the Titan defenders but you know you've got to get pressure on a quarterback like that if he can just sit back there you can't defend guys forever no and i'm not making excuses i'm not an apologist for anyone but you know you've got to get pressure and and so on the other side of that is hats off to the Christiansburg offensive line they they, sure. they created a pocket and they gave their their you know their signal caller time to to look downfield and throw it and then also, you know, a, a scoop and score early in the game, Tanner Evans for Christiansburg. Yeah. You know, you, you can't beat good teams and have those things happen to you. Uh, but but Hidden Valley really needs to regroup, you know, for Blacksburg uh, this coming week. And, and Christiansburg, guess who they've got coming up, Coach? Who's that? Patrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, is that
4: that let, one? Let me tell you. That, that, that's that's made be... for television yes. right there. That That's just a knockdown drag out right there. That's going to be a solid game. But, you know, you take a look at Hidden Valley, and putting six wins together is never an easy task, especially to go 6 and out Right. But, boy, when you get that snapshot in time and you start looking at the schedule and you start, you know, and we always do this snapshot in time and look at it and play around with it. And you take a look at there was, no, after that Pulaski County game, and such a good game for this team. Uh-huh. But then I started looking at the Patrick Henry game and I'm like okay, two teams on very different courses in my opinion. I'm watching one winning six games and a solid team but I'm watching a team that's gelling together and is just putting together games that just Patrick Henry scares me and I, and that's what I you know, I've, I've said that the last couple of weeks right. they're starting to jail. you felt like and, and you know and I called it out and it was nothing against Hidden Valley of saying I think PH gets you that night same way with Christiansburg, you just felt like you're getting into that heavyweight part of your season right now, to where you're battling the best of the best. Right, and nothing against you guys, nothing against the Titans. I love the Titans, but boy, you you've got you know you've got some heavy opponents here. I'd love to see you get one of them. Now you get Blacksburg next. I think you handle your business with Blacksburg. Then you get Salem. That's that's a hard out there, that, mm-hmm. you know, and. Not only do you get Salem, you got to go to Salem and play them. So that's a hard out there. So if you can finish your season seven and three, I I think you're in the playoffs. I I think you you go with that and you know. But I think right now I, I could see Hidden Valley finishing their season seven and three. Yeah. Well, you know the the good thing about it is it's decided on the field. It's it not is. Decided on it paper. is. It is. It is. So we'll see. Yeah. But I but I they're just in that heavy part of their season right now and. They've got a lot of good teams left here and, you know, Absolutely. but, but pH watching this pH Christiansburg game mm. that you want to talk about, some things will be settled and you'll kind of figure out who is the better team right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but pH, pH is rolling right
3: now. Yep. All right. Great show today. Um, I tell you, I, I always love uh, our discussions and really appreciate, uh, you know, Coach uh, Randy's insights. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're listening, You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. When we come back, we're going to do our Haley has it for less, Haley Toyota Crunch Time Legends of the Game with Billy
2: Mouse. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.
3: When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Tastes with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins. Wake up to what's possible.
1: Hey Roanoke, it's fall savings and Trucktober here at Haiti Toyota. That's right, October is truck month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, Tundra's, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge fall savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less.
3: Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org.
8: What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with the Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540 769 0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. AmeriPrize Financial Services LLC, member FINRA and SIPC.
7: The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde football players know a lot about building
9: Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's barber Shop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton.
3: Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. All right, so one of my favorite parts of the show, the Haley has it for less, Haley Toyota, Crunch Time Legends of the Game. Uh, We've got former head coach, Franklin County um, head man, Billy Miles. And, you know, he was a former uh, longtime assistant at Salem and a star player at Andrew Lewis High School back in the day. So let's uh, give a listen to Coach Miles. So I'm here today with uh, legendary coach Billy Miles, uh, who coached – at Andrew Lewis for a little while, coached at Salem, coached uh, was the head coach at Franklin County, and that's where you stopped, right? That's where you retired. That
0: was, that was the end of the trail, yeah.
3: So I, I wish it wasn't, but yeah, you gotta you gotta hang it up at some point.
0: Well, I ended up coaching for thirty-four years, Carl, but uh, uh, I can honestly say the last day was just as exciting as the first. Oh, that's awesome. Day. So it's uh, it, it was a good journey. Yeah. Uh, 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 played under some good, good, great coaches in high school. Uh, I also coached with some great coaches in high school uh, and had a lot of good kids along the way.
3: Getting to know you a little bit, where, where did you grow up? Where, where were you born and raised? In Salem. Okay, so you, you're you homebred. Right. And uh, you're one of the few that you actually played for Andrew Lewis, the Great Salem team that that uh, Eddie Eddie Joyce right was the head right. coach for a long mm-hmm. time and played in the Snake Pit I think is what they called it over at Memorial
0: right. yeah Municipal Field or
3: Municipal Field uh, and then back then they played a lot of football was played I'm told on baseball fields that baseball was really the big sport and then they would convert it to a football field.
0: Uh, for, they did it. it uh, there were several stadiums. Uh, uh, <coughs> throughout, particularly in southwest Virginia, that were converted uh, baseball fields. Uh, municipal field in Salem was kind of unique because it had a pitcher's mound at just about the 45-yard line on the left-hand side of the field, so you, you had to run up on one side and down on the other. Oh, that's great. Uh, and Coach Joyce at that time uh, actually put in a couple pass routes that allowed the receiver to be on the downhill side and the defensive back to be on the uphill side. Oh, that's great. Uh, So you're running downhill against somebody trying to run uphill. Uh, And... uh, I don't know if it worked all the time, but the idea was good.
3: <laughs> so it's almost like a dead spot on a basketball floor, Jim. Right. You know, you knew right. where the spots were and you took advantage of the, you know. And I and from what I understand, you know, talking to some people, uh, it probably had to do with your success as a player and his success as a coach. Is a lot of people didn't like to come here and play. They didn't like the Snake Pit. They, they uh,
0: no, it was it was it was a tough place for visiting teams. There's no question about that. But uh, uh, at that time, a lot of away games and home games were were tough for the same reasons. Uh, I remember it was extremely tough to go playing uh, Southwest Virginia, particularly in Tazewell, uh, Graham, places like that. Uh, uh, the fans were pretty rabid. Yeah. And the same way in Salem.
3: Yeah. So it was back then, and just so so people listen and understand. Back then, you you had the mines were big, and there was a lot of uh, uh, really an economical boom in a lot of these coal mining areas. Right. So those towns were big that you couldn't you you couldn't hardly walk down the sidewalks because of all the people busting at the seams because of all the
0: business. That's, that's true. There were some great players that came out of. Uh, Southwest Virginia at that time, and I mean, it wasn't like a, a spurt; it was an every year occurrence. I mean, just great, great players, and you can go down the list and name them. But uh, a lot of them ended up at Virginia Tech, a lot of them ended up At Penn State, uh, and other places like that. And they were just tough kids. They they grew up oh, tough. Yeah. and Yeah. How do you develop leadership
3: in your kids, or even in your coaches, when you're when you're running a program, so that you can? make the handoff to the next wave of kids so that when you don't lose a step when when the, that particular group of kids goes away or uh, how do you how do you do that because I think the same thing as I say rel- relates
0: to business. Yeah, I, I, you're right Carl. I think uh, the first the first thought that jumps in my mind when you ask that question uh, I really truly believe you got to start from the bottom up. Uh, it uh, you got to have <laughs> you got to have leadership on the top end, and it's the ones on it's the ones on the foundation down there. And I'm talking about whether it's in business or or athletics or whatever. It's, uh, if you can get the foundation to believe in what you're doing, and they begin to buy into it, then that kind of permeates and spreads upward. Rather than a leader trying to lead by dictation or whatever from the top down, uh, that tends to be uh, a situation in which, in which those underneath that particular leader are doing it because, well, that's what we're required to do. Right. That's what he's asking or she's asking us to do, uh, rather than allowing it to swell up from the bottom. Uh, it makes it a whole lot easier to be a great leader when you have a lot of people beneath you who believe in what you're saying. So that would be That's a great answer. So, answer.
3: so so that's obviously easier said than done because in a lot of ways, those guys on the bottom are the thankless guys, the guys that don't get any credit, they exactly. don't get any headlines. They have well, to do it for other reasons.
0: Exactly. I gave a, I gave a, a speech one time at a football banquet uh, it wasn't wasn't one of ours. it was another team's banquet. Uh, and my topic was the kids who don't play, the ones who don't get out there on Friday night as a, as a rule. I mean when the band's playing and the the uh, national anthem is over with and the kids uh, players run out on the field and they introduce that starting lineup that's all great. Uh, but it's that third teamer, Mm-hmm. That you got to have sold and believing in what you're doing, if that first teamer is going to have any opportunity to be successful. So, uh, my talk was on how important it was for those people you never hear about uh, to, uh, and and that was my whole focus. I never talked about the starters. I talked about the third team. Uh, but uh, in my opinion. If they're not buying what you're selling uh, as a third-team, uh, you're going to have a lot tougher road right. uh, road to travel down than you would have had otherwise. Right. So once they start believing in what you're doing as the so-called leader, uh, then leadership becomes a whole lot
3: easier. I tell you, I love Coach Miles uh, talking yeah. I mean, that whole thing about the third teamer. Yeah. And uh, you know, talking about how you motivate those guys and yep. you know, you gotta get them to buy what you're selling. And, you know, the the starters and the second teamers, you know, they're they're getting a lot of play. They're getting sure. a lot of attention. Right. But that third teamer, you know, is important.
4: He is. And that's the thing is that, you know, we talk about it weekly. If the team buys into what you're selling, yeah, you've got a solid team. But, boy, when they are not buying into what you're selling, right. you, you can tell it. You can see it. You you know what you're getting. And that that's where you can – I like coaches that way, that, you know, they buy what you're selling. There you go. It, it's good, you know, to see those teams jail.
3: There you go. Okay, so now our next segment, the Jimmy thing, he's not here. I know. But we taped him, you know, so we could give you the Jimmy thing. So, But, but what's not taped is the theme song. Exactly. You, ready? you ready, Coach?
4: <clears throat> here we go. Yeah.
12: Okay, my Jimmy thing this morning is entitled, Jumping. On Monday, October 11th, I celebrated my two-year anniversary of jumping, or leaving the career I had had for 29 years in three days. On Monday, I was in Abingdon photographing the Class 3 VHSL Golf State Championship. I was capturing the moments of athletes that I hoped they would cherish. The decision to leave my career of 29 years and three days did not come easy. I wrestled with it for a good 10 to 15 years. It was a long time for me and my sweet wife, Lisa. I was I was and am thankful for the many great people I met along the 29 years, but I did notice that a lot of my mentors along the way died early or shortly after they retired. Some of them I'll mention now. Wayne, John, Buddy, John, Hank, Carter and the one I confided in the most, Patsy. She kept encouraging me to jump. As she would say, she always said, when you jump, God will sustain you. And she was right. I'm thankful for what I get to do now with my photography. I get to capture the moments in time of people playing and doing something they love to do. And that gives me great joy. And I would have never dreamed I would be part of a radio show with two great guys like Carl and Coach. And as I say to people then and now about my decision to jump, I don't know what my future holds, but I do know who holds my future. And so here's the jumping, and that's my Jimmy thing. And a shout-out to Bellasinos for sponsoring the Jimmy thing. Visit them at their Delville and Roanoke locations.
3: Oh, great job. I tell you, Jimmy does a good job with that Jimmy thing, and it's always heartfelt. He works hard on them, and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, he, he just uh, he gets it.
4: He does. And I'm glad. And I'm glad he made the jump. Yeah, you know that's the thing is that you know, and he's talked to us about it over the years sure. and said that you know it was a decision that, like he said, it, it took a while for him really to you know get a hold of. And but sometimes you just you have to jump. And he, he's doing something that he loves right now, and you know finding us to, you know, is probably the best thing in his life. And
3: uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I always thought he was kind of jumpy. Exactly, you know. So
4: yeah, but no, good, good, real good Jimmy thing this week. Yeah, that's great.
3: All right, so the five things you need to uh, know about in high school football this week. All right, first one, Grayson County. Okay, so I want to call out Coach Stephen James there at Grayson County, a former Pulaski County head coach. He's been around. He's he's done a lot of different gigs, and um, you know, he just lost a, a close game, twenty-one to twenty, uh, last night to to uh, Giles. Um, you know he's two and one in the Mountain Empire. I think his record four and three overall, but he has done a fantastic job yes. with those kids in that community down there. And uh, he's a good coach.
4: He is real good coach, solid coach.
3: All right, number four, a Green Run. So Green Run High School man is staring down a Beach District title. Uh, they beat Bayside uh, last night, holding them under a hundred yards including minus 14 rushing. Good day. So so green run, keep an eye on them. I mean, you know, that's one of those teams over at the beach. You know, we watch all the teams, especially this time of year, because right. we want to see who the crunch teams are going to line up against if what we level? keep winning. What level? Uh, I think they're five. Okay. Yeah. Green okay. run is five here. I'll check it here in a second. Um yeah, they're they're uh five. So PH. PH PH okay. would be the one that would, you know, if they kept winning, would eventually run into those uh that team if they both kept winning. So anyways, uh keep an eye on green run over there. All right, put a fork in it. Kings Fork went up, up on um, Oscar Smith seven to nothing last night early, and then Oscar Smith just reeled off 49 unanswered. Uh, you know, Oscar Smith again is class six. Right. Kings Fork's class four. For those of you that don't know, I mean, that's a big difference in number of kids in your school. Yes. So, you know, you just got more fish in the pond to pick from. Doesn't always mean you have better teams or you're better. Sure. Uh, it just means that, you know, you got a better chance, uh, opportunity to have more kids to to pick from. And, Correct. And that was a big Southeastern District showdown. So, uh you know, they're in the same district, but um but don't worry about Kings Fork. I mean, you know, they're they're a oh, good yeah. team.
4: Yeah. No, don't don't feel sorry
3: yeah, don't for Kings too Fork. Sorry. No. <laughs> All right. Uh number two connections. Man, it's tough to battle your friends. We heard a little bit about it from Coach uh Shane Allen and uh he and his his good friend uh at George With, Coach Brendan Harner. Um, you know, Harner played for Allen. They they've coached against each other. Um uh, in In each other's wedding, or one of them was in one of them's wedding. Uh, um, so I mean, you know those connections, we just don't think right. about how coaches are connected that way. We just think they're mortal enemies when they're on sure, <laughs> on the other sidelines, and that's not always true sometimes not,
4: no, and that and we see that a lot, and that's the thing is that uh, especially if you've been with a school a certain number of years or you've been living in the area a certain number of years. You make friends with a lot of the coaches, and sometimes not only do you make friends, they become, quote, unquote, some of your best friends. Right. Because you can pick the phone up and call them, and like Coach Allen was saying, you know, on my way home, I'll call somebody, you know. Yeah. And you make that phone call, and the conversations you have, you're talking about practice, you're talking about the kids. Something may not be going right. Common opponents. Yeah. So you get some, you know, some help there if something's not going right with a kid and you're trying to figure it out and things like that. So coaches do become your best friends a lot of time. And when you have to take on that coach, like Coach Allen said, you know, you may not talk about the game that week. Right. You may just talk about how's the family, what's going on with, you know, something going on in your life or something. But it is tough sometimes because, you don't want to. You don't want to beat your friend, right? You don't want to lose to your friend either, right? You know, so it's one of those deals. And but you know, the good thing is, is over the years, those friends they never let you forget that they beat you. So
9: that's uh, you know <laughs> yeah, that's right.
3: So that's the good yeah, that's thing true. over the years. So that's true. Yeah, and so. You're rocking chairs together. Remember that time? Remember that time I, I got you? You, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. These guys are competitive, no doubt about it. Yeah. All right. Number one, nut cutting time. A big matchups this week. Uh, we'll go a long way in determining the, the seating for the playoffs. I mean, LCA over Heritage, that's big. Yes, Christiansburg over Hidden Valley, both one-loss teams, that's big. Graham beat Virginia high. Oh. That's big. That's huge. You know, they yeah. were both in the top ten. so, I mean, you know, these games um, from here on out, we're going to pay close attention to, you know, who's winning the district. Right. You know, who's positioning themselves well. Because as we talked last week, you know, home – Field advantage is huge. Sure. If you really can is. get a home game and get going in the playoffs, and if you can stay at home right until you get, you know, to the end, that's a huge advantage for some folks.
4: Right. And, you know, and we watch and, you know, you take a look at some of these teams that have, they have one loss. It's, it's a matter of, you know, just a few points that get you to where you are the home team. You are the favorite team. And have the home, you know, run through all these playoff games. And you ask anybody, and you know, we talked to Doug Dowdy. You know, was with the Runoff Times for years, covers UBA. Doug will tell you, you know, home cooking is sometimes the deciding factor on a yeah. lot of these games. And he always, you know, you'll ask him, say, hey, somebody's playing so and so in the first question, who's at home? Well, this team's at home. I, that's the team I'm picking. Right. If, a,
3: if it's a throw, a toss-up. If, yeah,
4: if it's a toss up, he's like, because home cooking always. You know, and you're like, okay, so yeah, right now we've got a lot of good teams in the area and they're separated just by a few little points here. So you've got to start handling your business now and hopefully you don't lose any more games. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let me just, I'm just going to go
3: through, you know, what we do at Crunch is we take the the points at this time and we put together a, you know, top 10 in each class. Okay. So I just want to go through and I'll call out a couple uh, good games because there's been some good games uh, this week that really... Like I said, we'll decide, you know a lot of what's going to happen in the future. Uh, in class six, um, number 10 was freedom, uh, Prince William. Uh, number nine, Lake Braddock, number eight, Manchester, number seven, West Springfield, number six is Centerville, number five is Fairfax. Okay. Four is South County. number three, James Madison, number two, Robinson, right? And number one battlefield. Okay. And so, you know, the biggest probably the biggest win there was uh Robinson beat Lake Braddock, who is number 9. So number 2 beat number 9, 35-31. Yeah. Last night. So that's the kind of games you have. Exactly. At this time of year and they're close. Sure. You know, and so they you know, they're really deciding, you know, James Madison who's number 3 beat number 6 Centerville last night 21-17. Right. Again, these are playoff type
4: scores. Ex- ex- right. And that's what I was saying with the, you know, the LCA Heritage game there. Because when you see such a difference in two very good teams, right, you're trying to figure it out, you know, and that's the thing we should be seeing scores like this. You right. feel like these playoff scores, but when you see that kind of, you know, one team dominating another team, is it just a bad night for one team, or is it this team really that good? Well, and then Oscar Smith is in Class Six; they just beat, you know, Kings Fork
3: down in Class Four. Uh, King's Forks number three in 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 the Class Four division, but Oscar Smith's not even in the top ten right now. No, and they're going to be in the playoffs, and they're they're they may win it all again. You just don't know. All right, Class Five, uh, Stone or let's see, let's start at the bottom ten. Massaponics, okay, number nine's Woodgrove, number eight's Independence. Independence is in Class Five. They were in Class Three last
4: year. Yeah, yeah, look at that.
3: I mean, uh, so Independence is you know five and zero. They're at eight. Patrick Henry. Yeah. Roanoke uh, is number seven. Uh, number six, Highland Springs. We all know about Highland Springs. Number five is Kemp'sville. Number three is a tie between Midlothian and Mountain View. Number two is Green Run. We talked about yep. them. And number one, Stonebridge. Okay. Defending state champions. So, you know, big deal right there. Um, uh, you know, those teams are just, I mean, that, that Stonebridge team. <laughs> I mean, right. asked Fleming about them oh, last yeah. year. Uh, All right, and so let's go to Class 4. Class 4, in at 10, tied at number 10. This will shock some people. Uh, Salem and and GW Danville.
4: Yeah. Tied at 10. Tied at 10. Think about that. Tied at
3: 10. Salem's our defending state champion in four, and they're tied at 10. They've only lost once to a power (laughs) out of West Virginia. But they're tied at 10 with GW Danville. Number nine's Broad Run. Number eight's Hampton. Number seven's Verina, who dropped... In, down into class four. Right. Number six, Matoka. Five is Heritage, Loudoun County. Number four is King George. Number three is King's Fork. We talked about Oscar Smith getting them. Number two, Dinwiddie. Yeah. Man, keep your eye on Dinwiddie. Yep. You know, they put it on Heritage earlier this year, yes. our Heritage. Uh, and number one, Western Albemarle. Western Albemarle lost to Louisa County, 27 to nothing last night.
4: Okay. So, so they'll drop a little gonna bit. They're going to drop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: So, and then Dinwiddie, number two, beat Petersburg 49 to six last night. So they're going to go up. That's going to be your new number one there. Right. Class three. All right. Number 10, Abingdon. Yep. Didn't play last night. Number nine's Brookville. Okay. Beat Liberty Bedford. Number eight is York. Got to like that name. Yep. Uh, York, uh, they played Jamestown. Number seven is BT Washington. Number six, Hidden Valley. Number five, Lafayette, the state champions from class three from last year. Uh, number four, Christiansburg. Number three, it was Heritage. Two, LCA. And number one, Phoebus. Okay. So Phoebus is over on the beach. The big game that stood out, other than ones we've talked about already, was um, Lafayette lost 61 to t- 42 last night to King William. Yeah. So that's number 5 There, you yeah. know, and that's your state champion last year. So right. they got tagged last night. And then, uh, BT Washington lost to IC Norcom 21-18, so good okay. game there. So we're going to try to keep you guys up to speed on, you know, what's going on around the state from here on out because we want you to know who our teams might be facing. Number two, I'll go through these quickly. Thomas Jefferson out of Richmond's 10, Central Woodstock's 9, 8's Appomattox, 7's Union. They lost last night to Central Wise, 31-7. Uh, 6 is Clark County. They lost to Meridian, who okay uh, fourteen to seven. Meridian used to be George Mason, but now they're Meridian. Uh, number five, Glenver, that's one of our crunch teams, certainly. Number yeah. four is Virginia, lost to Graham. Number three is LeRae. Number two is Graham, who beat Vir- you know Virginia High, and then number one's Nottaway. Okay, so that's your class two uh, rankings right now, and then class one, number ten, Central Lunenburg. Number nine's Galax. Right. So they're right in it. Number eight's King and Queen. Number seven's Twin Springs. Number six is Northumberland. Five is Chill Howie. Four is Essex. Three is West Point. Number two, Holston. Uh, And then number one, Riverheads. Yeah. I mean, you know, who's going to knock Riverheads off the top of the mountain? Right. I mean, that's a a big call out. All right. So let me, uh, after doing that. Uh, Let's get to our grade eight debate. Okay. All right. So uh, let me just tell you who they were last week. All right. Number one, or let me start at the top here. Number eight was Christiansburg last week. Number seven, Eastie Glass. Six was Hidden Valley for us. Five, Patrick Henry. Four was Brookville. Three, Heritage. Two, Salem. And number one is LCA. Okay. All right. This week, starting at number eight, Hidden Valley. So Hidden Valley's dropped to number eight for me. Lost to a good team, but they're still in the top eight, but they've dropped a little bit. Right ahead of them, the team that beat them was Christiansburg. Okay. That's my number seven. Number six, E.C. Glass. Yes. You know, E.C. Glass is in the mix. Number five, Brookville. They're hanging on there. Okay. Number four, Heritage, who, who dropped a spot for me. Number three, I got Patrick Henry. Yes. So I've moved Patrick Henry up to number three. Number two, Salem, and number one's LCA. Now, Salem and Patrick Henry are going to meet here before too long. Yep. So we'll get that settled. Um,
4: What do you think, Coach? How how do you? Well, four through six. (laughs) You know, and again, this is Seminole District here. Yeah. I think the team right now at my number four is Glass. Okay. For the simple fact, in the last couple weeks, they've only allowed 13 points. Good point. And so I think glass is starting to, you know, get back. You know, they had the one loss. To Heritage. To Heritage. Who you and, put behind them now. Yep. So I put I put them behind them there. Uh but Heritage had the loss last night. So to number one. To number dead. one. So, you know, I don't want to penalize them too much, but I think I think Glass is at number four for me, then Heritage in Brookville. Uh Hidden Valley's there, of course. Uh, Christiansburg's there. Um Hidden Valley, they're, they're right there on that edge. Yeah. You know, that you're you're looking at a couple other teams going, okay, they could sneak up in there. Uh, I, I think if you had a pole buster right now that we could be looking at as, you know, who pops in here, maybe, you know, to switch things around, Lord Botatot could pop in here. Oh, well, Lord Botatot, you know, on my pole busters, I had Galax, yep. Glenver. Glenver is easily. And North yeah. Cross. You know, and I don't know... North Cross kind of doesn't get the attention. And they should. And they should. Uh, you know, I've been over there to watch them this year, and a solid team, big guys. Uh, they run an extremely good program over there. And sometimes, and I don't know if it's because they're a private school. I think it is. It's hard to mix them in. It's with- hard to mix them in. But, you know, and they don't shy away from anybody. They'll play anybody. And, you know, uh, Coach Alexander, I like the program over there. Right, and it's but it's one of those things where sometimes you feel like you just don't get a lot of focus on North Cross. We we need to do that one day. We we just kind of need to really cover them, you know, heavy one day. But uh, had a good win this past you know Friday night, and I I don't know Michael
3: the Archangel. Yeah, that's
4: a good team they beat. It's a good team. So you've got a lot of pole busters right there. I I like though, like you said, you can put Galax in there. You can put Lord Boddetot in there. You've got some of these teams that have the two losses right now, that you feel like are right there. Right. But Lord Bonnetide, I feel right now. I think that uh, Coach Harless and them they're really starting to get things squared away there. The only thing, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face, and I, this game last night against Fleming, I think there was 22 flags thrown last night. Oh, you can't keep doing that. Yeah. You've got and and we said it last year and we said it year, for some reason. It, it looks like they get, you know, it, it's a flag party when you show up at some of these type games. Mm-hmm. You got to control that. And, you know, and Coach Lovelace said it last night. He was like, sometimes, you know, things get out of your control a little bit. And next thing you know, it's 10 flags, 11 right, flags thrown right. against them. And you got to, you got to control that. But no, I like Lord Botetide there. I like North Cross. I think, you know, good program over there. We need to. Kind of look at them a little bit over the next couple well, weeks.
3: Well, um, the one thing that uh, if you've been listening to the whole show, you, you heard Shane Allen from Galax say yeah. the year they won the state championship, they were one and four. Yes. They started one and four. So take heart. Sure. One and four. Got in the playoffs and just whipped everybody.
5: Exactly.
4: So these records, they mean something. They yes. get you in. They place you. But they don't mean everything. No. And the way you start the season is a prime example here. The way you start the season – is not the way you finish the season. Right. Because we looked at P.H. at the beginning of the season, and what happened to P.H.? Yeah. They had a loss. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, okay. A good Brookville team. A good meeting. Brookville, though. But we don't know what we have with P.H. And over the last couple of weeks, you've watched this team come together, and now you're sitting here going, we know what we have with P.H. Right. And so you, you start watching these teams. You take a look at the start Liberty Bedford had. hmm You know, they had a solid start, and then all of a sudden, boom you know, it, it, you start getting into seminal play and you start realizing who's better than you and you start, you know, nothing against the program. You're just in that hard district. Yeah. You were just in that hard district there. And so that's what we're watching right now. And like you said, one loss, two losses to right, start of the season doesn't matter. It's the way you finish the season. That's right. And if you can pick up some good solid wins and right now, it, you know, what was it? Three weeks. That LB went without playing because of issues they had. I don't know. Had, if it was three weeks,
3: but they went several weeks where they just couldn't you they gotta, just,
4: Yeah, and you know, so you had to shake the rust off against Bird, and then you get Fleming last night. So you're starting to see them kind of come back up here a little right. bit, and so you know, it. I think we're going to be very well represented in this area, but like always, we hear it every single year. You go down to the coast; that that's where you start finding these teams that. They just pop up out of the blue on oh, us. Oh, so yeah, a lot of talent down there. A lot of talent down there. So you got to be ready for them. But, you know,
3: they don't like playing the teams on the West.
8: No. I mean, and we don't like know, playing the teams they, on the East. Well, you know?
3: I mean, it's interesting. They really respect the teams in Southwest Virginia. Yes. They, um, you know, there might have been a time where they're like, ah, you know, we'll just run away from them. They don't think that anymore. No. Uh, they know they have to get tough to yep. play the teams over here because – you know, our teams over here are going to bring it. Good physical ball. Yeah, they're going to bring it. Yeah. You know, you better buckle you better buckle that chin strap right. on extra good.
4: Yeah, but we're getting familiar with these teams. We're right. getting familiar with the Riverheads and the Green Runs and, you know, uh, Stone Bridges. So we're, we're starting to get familiar with these teams because, you know, guess what? We see them every year. Yeah. Every year we see these same teams in the play. The Grams, you know, we see these teams every year in the playoffs. Well, that's what the beach is saying about Salem. Yes, we keep saying, oh. And they've got a Salem over there, but that's
3: not the one they worry about. That's not the one they worry about. No, sir. No, sir. All right, so do we need to take a break, or can we go right into college, Coach? Let's
4: take a quick break real quick, and we'll get back
3: into college. Very good. Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region. Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's bread. Heiner's
1: bread. Hey, Roanoke, it's Fall Savings and over here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is Truck Month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy Fall Savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, hundreds, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and Classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge Fall Savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less.
3: Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on
11: custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you.
9: Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price, I'm Deanna Brunel and I'm Deanna Phillips, and together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for a same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Brampton.
5: What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor? A volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow financial advisor with the Merrius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC.
6: Hey, Berman Clark here from
2: Munaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at monerisbenefits.com. Munaris. Here to help with all your insurance
3: needs. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original, 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English muffins. Wake up to what's possible. Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. All right, let's get to uh, college football news uh, and games today. Uh, we t- already talked a little bit about uh, UVA's taking on Duke. Yes. At noon. And then 3.30, we've got Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech at Lane Stadium. So those are two important games to us. Uh, let me talk about some games that happened this week, though, before we get into the rest of the the schedule this afternoon. Okay. Uh, Louisiana beat Appy State. I know. 13 wow. wow.
4: Look at that. Oh. Two good teams this year, though. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Louisiana, I mean, they've really... Yeah, popped up. Uh Memphis beat Navy 35-17. Yeah. South Alabama 41 to 14 over Georgia Southern. Um and then I you know I haven't heard these scores but last night we had Marshall North Texas. Yeah, they they
4: blew out North Texas. Did they really? Yeah.
3: Uh Clemson Syracuse how would that one turn out? Coach? Uh I
4: think it was 17-14 Clemson. Yeah, no. Wow, it, Clemson know, is really struggling, it, they are. This is this is not your mama's Clemson. I'm telling you that now. This is Everybody thought this young man was going to come in and take over right where Lawrence left off. Well, you got to take a look. You've lost Lawrence. You lost ETN. You lost, you know, you lost. ETN's a guy. Yeah. That's the one. You lost a lot of key players on Clemson's team, and they're having that down year right now. And, you know, not to say Syracuse has a decent team. They score some points. Right. But I think when you looked at the numbers, I think right now Clemson's only averaging like 14 points a game. That's unbelievable. This, yeah, this is not the Clemson we've known for the last couple of years. These are not the national championship Clemson days. This, yeah. this team has to get an, you know, an identity about itself, and I don't like the one it has right now. So. <laughs> okay,
3: all right, let's talk about some uh, Virginia schools uh, around the state. Uh, Western Kentucky is at Old Dominion. Yes, uh, Liberty's at U L uh, Monroe University, of Louisiana Monroe. Right. North Carolina State at Boston College. We'd like to keep an eye on those, uh, those teams. JMU at Richmond. There you go. William & Mary at Colgate. Okay. Virginia Southerns at Greensboro. Hamptons at Charleston Southern. Right. Lynchburg at Norfolk State. Yep. Uh, Randolph-Macon's at Guilford. Okay. Uh, Shenandoah at Ferrum. Hamden sydney at Emory & Henry. We've got UVA Wise taking on Tusculum University. Concord out of West Virginia. We've got a lot of kids over there playing, uh, taking on or at University of Charleston. And then Glenville State uh, in West Virginia at Alderson Broadus. Right. So, you know, again, we want to give as much love to those small schools. Sure. As we do to the big schools. All right. So let me, um, I'm going to go through the top 25 here, Coach. If anybody jumps out at you, let me know. Okay. Um. All right. So it
4: changed around a little bit. It we really had Alabama did. got beat. Yeah. Texas A and M got a hold of them. How about so, that? Yeah.
3: So that that shuffled everything up a little bit. So number one right now is Georgia. Right. Good Man. solid team. Man, their defense unbelievable.
4: Oh, unbelievable right
3: now. I mean, they're they're like giving up four points a game. That's it.
4: Yeah. It's ridiculous.
3: I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh,
4: number two's Iowa. Right. Iowa's in the mix, you know. Was, we had talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Them sitting on the outside, kind of looking in. Yeah. And boy, things have just fallen to where they're, you know, they're in there.
3: Well, they they run the ball so well. They, they do. It. I mean, they're they're a you talk about a program. Number three, Cincinnati.
4: Yeah. How about that?
3: Number four is Oklahoma. So look, the playoffs, if they started tomorrow,
4: right? Would be are,
3: Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Iowa, and Georgia.
4: Here's the thing: Oklahoma, I think, has TCU today. Uh, if you if you want something to really watch and put on your radar, you know, Spencer Rattler yeah. was supposed to be the Heisman trophy, you know, favorite, the winner, you know, same way with Sam Howe out of UNC, but Rattler was supposed to be Rattler went out of the game last week, uh, got hurt or something, the backup quarterback comes in and Leads them to a win. Wally Pip story? Is it, you know? Yes. It, right now, there's a, a quarterback controversy in Oklahoma. Wow. And this story may get bigger than their, the team. Hmm. Because that's all I've heard this week is about this, you know, controversy right now. Because you have Rattler, who's a solid quarterback and a Heisman Trophy candidate. But, boy, this young man impressed a lot of people that came in. And so you might have a controversy there Yikes. in Oklahoma starting the Wow. the roll out there, yeah.
3: That's something. I mean, you know, that stuff happens fast. All right, number five is Alabama. Yep. Dropped all the way to number five. Right out of the playoffs right now. Well,
4: yeah, yeah, I'm (laughs) a feeling they'll make their way back in.
3: Got a few more games. Yeah. Number six, Ohio State's fought their way back. They have, yeah. So six is Ohio, seven's Penn State. Yep. Eight's Michigan. Look at that. Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan all together. Yeah. Oh, that's going to get settled. Yeah. That's going to get ugly. Yeah. Uh, Number nine, Oregon. Yep. Number ten's Michigan State, number eleven's Kentucky. Okay, twelve is Oklahoma State. Uh, number thirteen's Ole Miss. Fourteen's Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen, Coastal Carolina.
4: Yeah. I'm Santa Clares.
3: uh you know, I'm enamored with them. I mean, I just watching them play. Right. I mean, they just their offense is so good. Sure. And they play tough defense. They do. They really so do. I think that they're fun to watch. Number 16 Wake
4: Forest.
3: Okay. 17's Arkansas, 18's Arizona State, number 19's BYU. Yes. Uh 20's Florida. 21 is Baylor. Okay. Uh 22's Auburn, NC State's at 23, SMU is 24 and San Diego State's at 25.
4: Right. Yeah, San Diego State played last night. Yes. They, they won. But it was it was a tough ball game. It wasn't I think impressive. It was San Jose State, I think they played last night. Uh not very impressive. I think it was like a nine to three a nine to six game or so. You know, it was only like a three point game there last night. They time. played San
3: Jose State. Yeah. Yeah. What was the score? Did you I didn't see the score? Okay, yeah.
4: Mm. It was like a three point game. And same way with Oregon last night. Oregon escaped their game last night. And uh I think they played Cal last night. And ended up only winning that game by a few points. So you know,
3: it's funny you, you talk about you know when you get a um, conference that's really good, pretty yes. even, that you can chew each other up.
4: You can, yeah. I
3: mean, you can you know, literally knock your conference out of the playoffs just because you're just beating each other up.
4: Yeah, nineteen thirteen last night Ooh. for San Diego State. So it, you know it's that tight right now in in these games sometimes, and like you said. You, you know, you can make a season or you can break a season when yeah. you're that close within your, you know, division and your leagues there. You can really mess the team up there.
3: Well, I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's interesting uh, when you think of it that way because, um, you know, does that make you coach different? Does that make you play different? Right. You know, if you're trying to survive, I mean, that's big money if you get to the playoffs. Sure. So you want to get there and you want to do all you can to get there, but you can't break yourself in your conference. Right. Trying to get there. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I to me it's uh, you know, it's it's fascinating college. I love college football. I mean, it's uh, you know, a lot of these guys that's it for them.
4: Sure. Uh, trivia question real quick for okay. you. Who's the big-time running back from uh San Diego State that went on to play in the NFL?
3: Um He played for the Colts, didn't
4: he? Uh, well, I know he played for the Rams. Uh, I don't know. 28. Number 28.
3: I know he played for the Colts. I can't remember his name. Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. How about that? Yeah, you got look at Was that. Was he the
4: first one that really came out of there? That- I think so. I think he's one of the, when you, he did play for the Colts. I, it's one of those big names you always hear.
3: Yeah. Well, I I, I tell you, um, I'm a big Colts fan, by the way. Did you I pull understand. that out for me? I did. Look at that. <laughs> loving on me there. I appreciate that. All right. So, um, great show today. Uh, appreciate everybody's uh, tuning in. Uh, Couldn't do it without you. Special thanks to certainly our listeners and our advertisers. For Coach Randy, I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's It's all all for for him. him.
1: Hey, Roanoke, it's Fall Savings and Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is Truck Month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy Fall Savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and Classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge Fall Savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less.
2: WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.